Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. This is Apostle Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries, and welcome to another broadcast center around the kingdom of God. Amen. The kingdom of God is where God is, where Jesus is. Amen. And the Holy Spirit brings the kingdom of God in this earth. The Holy Spirit is on the word of God. Hallelujah. So when we give ourselves to the word of God, it is the Holy Spirit that brings the truth of that word, that that manifests the truth of the word. The word is, is Jesus. So in essence, Jesus is manifested as the kingdom of God is advanced. So we preach the kingdom, amen, so that the kingdom of God can be advanced, amen. And so the kingdom of God is, is a kingdom of light as opposed to the devil's kingdom, which is the kingdom of darkness, amen. And so the nature of light is against the nature of darkness, amen. And so that's what I want to talk to you today about, the nature of light versus the nature of darkness, praise God. When when Adam and Eve sinned, amen, they did not simply um, fall. They did not simply um, refuse to do what God said to do. Amen. This is what you need to know. That when Adam and Eve failed, it was not simply because they did not do what God told them to do, but it was because they pursued another way, another thought, something that they thought was higher. So in essence, that is a high place. That is where idols are worshipped in a high place. Those things that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God. So I want to kind of challenge you, amen, um, in your your assessments, your your thoughts of what you believe that you know about light and darkness, amen. Adam and Eve simply did not refuse God, but they went after another thought, amen. This is found in Genesis chapter 3. Beginning with verse one. Amen. And so the nature of light and darkness, I want you to see that. Verse one, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. So that's what I'm talking about. The serpent is beginning to speak to Eve. 
Now, the reason he was speaking to Eve was because Adam, the oil supposed to flow from, from the top, the anointing, amen, to deal with any situation. The devil is trying to get you out of your place so that the anointing will not flow. Amen. Psalms 133, the anointing oil flows from the head. It flows from the top. And so Eve is supposed to be submitted unto Adam. Amen. And so together, she's supposed to be a help meet. Together, they are supposed to accomplish the assignment of God, the will of God, the plan of God. But they have to do it according to the image of God. Let us make man in our own image. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But the Jesus and the Holy Spirit are submitted to the Father God. Amen. The Holy Spirit is submitted unto Jesus and the Father God. Amen. And so they all are one, and yet they are operating in symphony. Amen. Though they are unique, it is in that submission that the, 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 the nature of God is not marred, is not, it's not interrupted. Jesus says, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Amen. So when you see Jesus, you're not seeing anything different from the Father. Why? Because Jesus is submitted unto the Father. Amen. And the Holy Spirit will reveal them both. Amen. First, Jesus, and then the Father. Amen. Jesus says that no one can come to the Father except through him. Amen. And so there is divine order, which God gave unto man. Amen. Let them have dominion. Amen and authority over the works of his hand, the Bible says. So God gave Adam that dominion over the works of his hand, gave him a helper, his wife, Eve, to, to exemplify that same image of the Father God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as Eve is submitted unto Adam. So that's why you said, why did the devil come to Eve? It was, it was not by accident. Amen. That the devil came to Eve. So Eve dealing with the devil would be out of rank. She, she would be out of order, out of rank. Amen. Because the authority flows. The authority to deal with the devil flows down. That doesn't mean that women can't deal with the devil. I'm talking about the original intent of the Lord. The, the image of God being seen in this earth. And that which is of the Lord, it is effective. It is effectual. It works. Amen. If, if, you, if you operate by the divine order of God, because that anointing flows from God to Jesus, and that anointing is of the Holy Ghost, and it flows to the body of Christ. Amen. Then that anointing will work because you're not rebelling against the anointing. And you are not rebelling against the authority which allows the anointing to flow. Amen. And so he says, he says, he asks Eve, amen, can you eat from the tree? So he's undermining, he's undermining the word of God. And so the woman says that you're not supposed to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, nor touch it lest you die. Amen. And that was 
the word of the Lord. Amen. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. That is verse four. He says, for God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be open and you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. Amen. So we know throughout the scripture over and over and over again in the scripture, it says that these words deceived Eve. Amen. But they, it did not deceive Adam. It deceived Eve that Adam fell because he was trying to please his wife. Amen. God said that, that because you listen to the voice of your wife instead of my words. So what is light? I want, I want you to just meditate and ponder what is light. Light is from the word of God. Amen. So God's word is light and God's word brings light. Amen. That word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. So God gave his word. Amen. That you can eat from any tree except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's the word of God. That is their life and that is their light. That's, that's the only light that they could see by as God begins to give them revelation knowledge of the truth. So the light is the truth. The light is the truth of God. The light is the truth as in the word of God. Amen. And that is what we are supposed to walk by. That is what we are supposed to operate by. Amen. So the nature of light and darkness, you look at it this way, then God's word would be the light. Amen. The devil's words would be the darkness. But what? Think about the devil's words. The devil's words was to get them off of the word of God. Amen. Because the Bible says God's word is forever settled in heaven. It is forever established. Amen. So God's word is true. It is the rock. It's the foundation. It's what is established. It is what establishes you in your work, in your life, in your walk, in your deeds. Amen. It is what establishes you. God's word. Amen. So if you get off of God's word, then you're not established. The storms of life can mess you over, so to speak, because you are now operating in darkness instead of light. So God's word is the light. The devil's word is the darkness, but it's more than that. The devil's words produced an imagination. The devil's words produced a wicked vision apart from the vision which is of the Lord, separate, opposite of the vision, another path, another way. He is saying there's another path, there's another way to get what you want. Amen. And so what is a sin? The Bible says that a person sins when they are drawn away by their own lust and enticed. Amen. And so when sin is mature, amen, it produces death. So he says in the book of James, it says a person is drawn away by their own lust. Lust, he says, produces sin and sin produces death. So lust is a desire, amen. So Eve had a desire, amen, from a vision 
given unto her by the devil, which was opposite from the vision that God gave them Adam to begin with. And so the authority was supposed to flow from the head. And so the devil was more crafty. Amen. He, he was subtle. He was, he was crafty. Amen. That is like um, witchcraft. That is, that is knowing how to manipulate people to get what you want. Amen. Some people say, I know how to get what I want. Well, <laughs> if you're manipulating people, that is witchcraft. Amen. And so this is, in, this is uh, witchcraft being introduced in the beginning, in, in the garden. Rebellion, this is rebellion, is as the sin of witchcraft. Amen. Stubbornness is as idolatry. Amen. And so this is the devil speaking a different vision. He says, you shall not surely die for God knows that in the day you eat of that tree, you'll be like God or gods, knowing both good and evil, able to partake of good and evil. Why should you be relegated to just good? Amen. So the devil says that you don't know this because, you know, God is not going to tell you this. But the devil is saying that evil is on the same par or better than good, that you can get what you want with evil. Amen. And so evil's open up. Adam was with her and they partook. In verse seven, verse six, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and she did eat and gave unto her husband with her and he did eat and the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons and then they ran from the voice of the presence of the Lord. Amen. So it is showing that the wisdom that Satan offered cut you off from the wisdom of God. The wisdom that Satan offered cut you off from the presence of the Lord. The wisdom that Satan offered made you run from God or to believe that you are an enemy of, of the Lord. So that's how all that was set up. So I want you to think about the nature, the nature, amen, of good and evil, the nature of light and darkness. It is not, most people think about darkness, spiritual darkness as ignorance, and it is, amen. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. But there's another level of darkness. Choosing that which is of the devil as your wisdom, as what you walk by, what you operate by. So that wisdom came into this world. It was locked into this world. Now, everyone that is born into the world would have to denounce that wicked wisdom by choosing the wisdom of God. It is not a blend and it is, it is not a mixture. Amen. Most Christians operate by a blend. They operate by a mixture. But the kingdom of light is against the kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness has arrayed itself against the kingdom of light. Light will always defeat the darkness unless people regard the darkness as their light. Amen. I know I'm, I'm speaking some things, but I'm speaking to believers also. 
Amen. So people relegate darkness to unbelievers. And yet, as an apostle, I'm called to bring light to the body of Christ. My wife is called as an apostle with me that we represent that image that, that God said from the beginning. Let us, let us make man in our own image. It's the image of God. Let them have dominion and authority amen, over the works of our, our hands. Amen. And so the image of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit creating, amen, and doing work, six days of works and resting on the seventh day. When God called me and my wife, when God called me, amen, then, you know, I began to, he began to speak to me how to do this thing. And then he let me know that he had called my wife with me to be one with me, but to be an image of being submitted to me, amen. She's at my side, but she submitted and to be one. And for me to be as that speaking one, that that speaking head, amen. Somebody says, why doesn't your wife speak, amen? It's, it's because he called us of that image, amen. He began to speak, and it's too much to go into. He, 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 everything that we do and everything that we are, the Lord spoke that into existence. Let us make man in our own image. And so even the deal about the head covering as an image to show that she is covered spiritually, amen, According to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, amen, she does not pray and prophesy with her head uncovered spiritually, amen. She, she does not try to teach or usurp authority over me, amen. She submitted unto me to be a help unto me. And so the power of God rests on both of us because we are showing forth that image. Now, that was of the Lord. That's the, the, the revelation of this, the Lord began to give to me, but who he called us to be in that, that image was of him. And he began to teach us these things. Amen. So it, it is it is very, very important to, to receive the word, to acknowledge the truth or to acknowledge the light. Amen. Nature, light, and darkness. Devil says something different. So it's not about... Only It is not only about Adam disobeying the Lord, but he accepted what the devil said, which was darkness, which becomes wisdom. What is wisdom? Wisdom is ideology. It is what is considered to be right. Wisdom is what is considered to be righteousness in essence. If it is considered to be what is right, then it is considered to be righteousness. So the devil's wisdom is what the world operates by. It is what they consider to be right. Now, the church is called to be different. Come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing. Amen. That He says, then I will be your God and you will be my people. I'll, I'll be able, I'll be able to walk in the midst of you. So God's desire is always to be with his people. But when God's people are regarding that which is darkness, that's what I'm, I'm trying my best to get to, that, that darkness is not only ignorance, it's willful knowledge of 
it is it is having a willful knowledge of the truth and and disobeying that, turning your back on that, or refuse. For God's people, He gives light. Amen. So so that is the benefit and the blessing of God's people. That God is we are children of light. Amen. And we're supposed to walk in the light. Isaiah two five. It says, O house of Judah, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. House of Judah, people of God, let us walk in the light of the Lord. So that's our calling. Our calling is to walk in the light. And so to do what the light shows us to do is right. Amen. That's our calling. But as apostles, we have to deal with people the believers, the church walking in the darkness, which gives place to the devil. Amen. Jesus says, whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Whatever you allow, church, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. Amen. And so darkness, amen, as far as the church is concerned, that it is what the church allows. If the church allows darkness, not only that, if they receive that word as their wisdom, the, the word of the devil, I mean, if they receive the word of the devil as their wisdom, how do you know? Well, you're walking in the same wisdom and knowledge that the world is operating by. You're walking in the same wisdom. Amen that the devil gave to Eve, you'll be like God's. You'll be in charge, amen. In other words, you'll be in charge, not God, knowing both good and evil. God is, God is against you being free, for, for you growing, for you evolving, amen. Somebody says that some of the word is, is not relevant because we have evolved, and I'm like, what? Amen. You don't know the word because the word is light. Light advances. The, 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 the kingdom of light increases and there's no end. So it, you'll never be able to get to the end of the revelation, which is of the Lord. You simply advance in it. Amen. The Bible says that they that know to do good and don't do it for them, it is sin. Amen. For you to know to do right. And for you not to do it, it is, it is, it is sin to, to not advance in the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Do you say that's, that's not for you? Why? When people do not in, advance in the knowledge of the truth, it's because they have a desire that they want outside of the desires of the Lord. They have a lust, just like Eve. So everything can be traced to the beginning, you have to get in order, divine order, amen. So, so the apostles, amen, that our job is to be in the government of God, amen, and for the oil to flow down. Okay, so that you know apostles, that Jesus selects apostles, amen, that the, the apostles came as Jesus selected them, and even when Jesus went up, the apostles, amen, such as Paul and Barnabas and some of the Lord's brothers and others, amen, they, Jesus appeared unto them. You can glean a lot from the life of Paul, who was not one of the original 12, amen, to learn about apostleship. 
outside of those 12. You, you know it wasn't just those 12. That apostles continued to be a part of the government of God. Amen. And then prophets, the pillars of the church, the apostles and the prophets. And then the oil keeps flowing from the head, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers. So you can look at the book of Acts. You can look at the epistles. Amen. The, the, the last record, the last written record. You can look at the way that the kingdom of God operates. So the anointing all flows from Jesus the head to the apostles and prophets, the pillar of the church, and then to the evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Amen. And so, you know, and the, 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 even the deacons, amen. And many of them became evangelists. Their hands was laid on by the apostles. Amen. And so it went forth from there. You, you understand these things. So Acts, <laughs> this is my first scripture, Second scripture, I'm just getting to it. Acts chapter 26, verses 13 through 18. So this is Paul, the apostle, giving his testimony to King Agrippa. And so the testimony of Paul, amen, is, is several times in Acts, amen. Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 22, Acts chapter 26, amen, that the, this is the testimony of Paul. Amen. Verse 13, he's, he's talking to King Agrippa. He says, at midday, O king, along the road, I saw light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shining round about me and those who journeyed with me. So the light was brighter than the midday sun. Let's just say the, the sun at its highest place. This is the light of glory. Amen. So the, the, the light that I'm talking about is the light of glory, which is brighter than any light that is in this earth. Amen. Verse 14. And when we had all fallen to the ground, I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So I said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom you're persecuting. But rise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to make you a minister and a witness, both of things which you have seen and the things which I have will yet reveal to you. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So this is the testimony of Paul. He talked about the Lord calling him, the Lord Jesus himself calling him and what his, his purpose, what his purpose is. Amen. So he says, in verse 16, so Jesus says, I will make your minister and a witness, both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will reveal to you. So what was Paul's purpose? Jesus says, I'm going to make you a, a minister and a witness. So who Paul was as a minister, as an apostle, Jesus made him that apostle. Jesus did. Jesus made him that minister and Jesus made him that, that witness. Amen. Verse 18 
Well, verse 17, I will deliver you from the Jewish people and from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. So Jesus is sending him to the Jews and to the Gentiles, but he's going to have to deliver him. <laughs> okay. So this, this is getting somewhere that the very people that God is sending Paul to, the, the, the Jews and the Gentiles, he's going to have to deliver him from them. Amen. So something about Jesus sending him will cause those people to rise up against him that the Lord Jesus will have to deliver him to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light. So he's sending you to a hostile people, but the purpose of him sending you to a hostile people, he's sending you to a people that's going to try to kill you. <laughs> but the purpose is to open their eyes. Why does their eyes have to be open? Remember what happened to Adam and Eve. When they partook of the fruit, their eyes became open to the natural, and that became that natural realm was where their wisdom was locked in. Amen. And so you would have to denounce that wicked wisdom to receive the wisdom of God. Amen. So in, in order to open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light. So the purpose of Paul, the apostle, was to open their eyes, turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Even the word inheritance is important because the, your inheritance should come from the Lord, not from mammon or the, the, the spirit of the world or the, the ways of the world, that system which is of the world. So Paul is an, an apostle. And this is, the Bible says in Revelation that you have tried them, you know, you, who said that they were apostles and were not. So this is the, the one of the ways that you can show who is a true apostle. A true apostle is called to suffer whatever he needs to suffer to bring about the light of glory, to deliver them out of darkness to light, out of the power of Satan to the power of God. Okay, so a, a willingness to suffer, whatever needs to be suffered, amen, to go to a hostile people, amen. You're not trying to fit in into the world. You're not trying to be comfortable. Your very calling is opposed to the wisdom which is of the world. Amen. And so the apostle is called to bring you out of darkness into light. And darkness is that ideology of operating out of a different wisdom than that which is of the Lord, which is of his word. Amen. So apostleship is to be prepared by Jesus to be willing to suffer. Amen. And so your calling, amen, is one where you have grace to suffer a thing, <laughs> amen, as you go to hostile people. Now think about this. Paul suffered the greatest from religious people, amen. It was the Jews, amen. It was the scribes, it was the Pharisees, it was the Herodians. It was religious people who persecuted Paul the most. 
Amen. As, as he uh, uh, pervade, as he attempted to bring the light into areas of darkness. Amen. But the scribes, the religious people were actually holding on to the darkness and they were operating out of the darkness. In other words, their place, amen, that they were afraid of losing their place because their place was in the darkness, described in the Pharisees. It, it says it in the scriptures. It says that if Jesus is not stopped, that we are in danger of losing our place, amen. And so they had a place with, in the Roman government, they actually worked with the Roman government to keep the people in line, to keep the people um, subdued, amen, to keep the people controlled. If they are the religious voice, amen, and this is what is happening in this world, nothing's new. The religious voices are those who try to shut up those who are radically in love with the Lord that have a message, a true message from the Lord. Me and my wife, we have a true message from the Lord. I, I would not have had a message unless the Lord had given me a message. <laughs> Amen. And so there has been much blowback of this message that I've received from the Lord from religious people. Amen. And so those are the ones that love the darkness because it is out of that place of darkness that they get their gain. It is out of that place of darkness that they operate and exert influence over the people. Power. They want, they want power. They want control of the people. Amen. Religious people. But where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. That a true leader of the Lord, that, that they will um, um, be excited about the flow of the Holy Spirit, for where the Spirit is Lord, there is liberty. There will be there will be freedom. They invite revival. They invite the flow of the Holy Spirit. They invite the radical nature of the kingdom of God destroying the kingdom of Satan. Amen. They love it. They they participate. They flow with that. Amen. So Satan tries to maintain, to maintain darkness. That is his kingdom. The Lord gave me this. So I'm just read what the Lord gave me. Satan tries to maintain darkness. That is his kingdom. It's like the mafia. Everything that the mafia does is illegal and corrupt, yet they enforce their presence through making examples of those who are unwilling to bend to their will through murders and torture, amen, also using bribes and extortion. So the mafia is a type, just like the church is supposed to be a type of the image of the Lord. The mafia is a type of the image of the operation of Satan. In other words, everything they're doing is illegal. Everything that they're doing is corrupt, yet they say, I have a, a right to maintain this darkness. And so they come against everyone that they feel is a threat to their kingdom, so to speak. Amen. And so they have to make examples out of people. 
And so they murder and they torture. And others, they bribe and they extort, amen, to maintain their presence. In other words, a platform to do evil, a foundation, a wicked foundation to do evil. But that foundation is, is not right, yet it is maintained unless someone with an anointing tries, is, is, is raised up to take them out. Amen. So God's anointing is to take out that which tries to be established by the devil, though it is wrong. Amen. And so it takes much courage. And when people are working alone, such such as an apostle, amen, apostle, apostles have to have helpers. Let me get this point out. Amen. I'm going a little bit different from my message. Amen. Apostles, they have to have helpers. They have to have Timothys and Titus's and Silas's. Amen. Why? Because the apostle themselves are taking the brunt of the hit. They may be in prison. Their ministry may try to be hindered. Amen. And unless someone is open, their eyes are open to the kingdom of God, they could care less, amen, what the apostle is suffering. In fact, they don't want to see it because it reminds them that they are being selfish. So they will not look at the, the apostle. Amen. They, they could care less. I get them mixed up. Couldn't care less. Could care less. Amen. I think it's could care less. Amen of the sufferings that the apostle has to go through to, to maintain and progress the light because the darkness is already in the world. You understand it was, okay, God created everything good. Then the earth came under a curse because of Satan. So when people were born, they saw the image of the curse and they say, well, this is the way that things are. And so the apostle says, no, 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 no. Just like Jesus said, no, 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 no. That's not the way things are so supposed to be. So we come against that darkness of what is already there. You understand? And so people have invested in the darkness, bought into, bought into the darkness. Amen. And so the devil's kingdom is a kingdom of darkness. Amen. He operates by darkness. He enforces darkness and tries to maintain darkness as the working model, the operating system of this earth to be darkness. So that's why you see people, you know, changing the meaning of virtue, changing the meaning of morality, changing the meaning of being awake. <laughs> you know, all these things is because the devil is trying to maintain darkness as an operating model. So when the church is born into the world, you have to be rebellious against the devil. You have to be a little different. You have to have a little swagger against wickedness. You, you must be energized by the anointing against darkness. Amen. You, you can't just blend in. You can't just get along. You can't even build churches by getting along with that wicked wisdom that the devil gave Eve from the beginning. Okay, you, you can't do that. So that's why the gospel is so important. Amen. So in Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 9, 
verses 10 through 16. Acts chapter 9, verse 10 through 16. Now there was a certain disciple in Damascus named Ananias, and to him the Lord said in a vision, Ananias, and he said, here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus, for behold, he is praying. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to bind all who call on your name. The Lord said to him, go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So there was no getting out of the suffering. Amen. Jesus says about Paul, he's a chosen vessel. Amen. The fact that he called him out of darkness. Remember that in Acts chapter 26. Okay. God called him out of darkness and sent him back to darkness. Amen. To deliver him out of the hands of the very people that he's sending him. So all through Paul's ministry, he had to be delivered. Amen. Because of the persecution. Because why? The mafia. Amen. You said, what are you talking about, apostle? The mafia. Amen. The syndicate. Those who were invested in the darkness and got their place from the darkness, they were against Paul. Amen. And so they did not want Paul to bring a different truth, a different wisdom, which will set the captives free. They wanted the people to be held captive in the darkness. Amen. And so that's why the gospel is so important. It's, it's not playing games. Amen. It is not a light thing. It's such seriousness. Amen. To be called by the Lord. Amen. To turn people from darkness to light and turn them from the power of Satan unto the power of God. So the devil does have power in darkness. So everything that the devil does is in darkness. In darkness is where he has his power. And in the flesh is how he operates. Amen. Say it again. In darkness is where the devil has his power. So those who are invested in keeping things the way that they are, amen, in the darkness, instead of the advancement of the kingdom of God, which shakes things up, breaks things, things up, Amen. So that it, they can be planted the right way, that the, the level can be straight and the foundation could be laid right. Amen. Those, the, the syndicate, the mafia, amen, the devil's mafia is against those people. Amen. So the devil is subtle. He wants the status quo, but he also wants to permeate, to corrupt the Bible talks about corruptors and corruption. The corruption is in the world. The corruption is in everything which is not of God. Corruption is in everything which is, is not of the spirit of God. Spirit of God equals life. And so corruption 
means that you count something of worth worthy that is not of the Lord, that is corruption. It is. It means an act of being corroded or corrupted, but it is also that which is of the mind, a corrupted mind, amen, as you begin to esteem what the devil says above what God says, what the world says above what God says, amen. I made this analogy many times, and I'm not going to pick on it, but the Bible says that I am the Lord that heals thee. Amen. I'm the Lord, thy healer, you know, that I've blessed your bread and water. Amen. Taking sickness from the midst of you won't allow any of the sicknesses of Egypt or of the world. But what does the world says? The world says in order to be healed, you must take certain jabs and medication. You must stay a certain distance between people. Amen. You may, you have to wear masks. There's no guarantee but that's your hope of staying alive. So it produces fear. The things of God produces life and liberty and freedom. Amen. And so if I know that by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed and then and, and I hold fast to my confession of faith. Amen. It produces joy. Amen. It produces a result that is not attached to the devil's wisdom. And somebody going to tell me about common Sense and people are gonna tell me about you know you, you gotta have common sense also, amen. And God gave you a mind and all these things. What does that have to do with the word of God? That's what the devil said to Eve. Amen. So it estranged her and Adam from the Lord. They was running from God instead of running to God when they had a need. Amen. They they ran away from God instead of running to him. They did not run to him even for forgiveness. God had to find them. And so we are called to run to the Lord to repent. Amen. And so the gospel, let's look at that. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Hallelujah. Chapter four. Beginning with verse two. Amen. So we finished up that Paul was a chosen vessel. So Jesus showed him how many things he had to suffer. Amen. And he had to. Why? Because there was already wickedness in this earth. Some people don't even understand persecution. Okay. There are things which they say are established, but they are not supposed to be established in this earth. There are things that are try to be established and they are not supposed to. So you have to come and confront those things with the gospel. Amen. Amen. The gospel of truth. Amen. And so Jesus showed Paul. He showed him in advance. You're going to have to suffer a lot of things. And now you saw that he branded that in Paul. That Paul was, he, he was always willing. They said, you go to Jerusalem, they're going to bind you. Paul says, don't make, don't try to make me cry. He says, I'm not only willing to suffer, but I'm willing to die. Amen. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. It says, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth. So we, we renounce the hidden things of shame, not walking 
and the devil's craftiness, not using the word, amen, for gain. It says, but commending ourselves to every man conscious in the sight of God. But even, verse three, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age or the God of this world, little g, the devil, has blinded, who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of glory of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So what does the gospel do? It removes the blindness of the mind or it removes the darkness of the mind. It says, verse four, whose mind the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of glory. So I said that the light is the light of glory. And so it's on the gospel should shine to them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, ourselves, your bond servants for Jesus' sake. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So very quickly, sometimes we glaze over scripture, but it says, what does the gospel do? At the end, it says, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. So when God made everything, it had glory on it. So righteousness Righteousness is what God intended for man from the beginning before Adam and Eve fell. So the way the world looked and the relationship that man had with God is righteousness. No, no sickness, you know, that that man was alive unto God. So so no need of, of, of being saved out of sin because there was no sin, no sickness. So that is righteousness is what God intended for man in the beginning. And so glory was on everything that God made. When man sinned, the glory departed. And so the gospel brings the glory back to man so that you can see right and know right according to the glory. Righteous, amen. So, hi yi yi that's why, hi holy ghost. <laughs> Woo. That's why the gospel is so important. It brings the glory back. Now, if you are doing something outside of the word of God, outside the authority of the Lord, you know, what I call the Godhead model, amen, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they are one, though Jesus and the Holy Spirit submitted unto God, they are one, that's the Godhead model. And so that's the model, the standard that God gave to man, let us make man in our own image. So that's why it's so important. It is, the, it is the operating model that God gave to man. And so Eve was supposed to be submitted to Adam. We, we, we've been through all that. And they would be one. And then they would operate in the authority which, which is of the Lord. Together they would. Amen. And so the gospel brings the glory back to a situation. So anything that is outside of the glory, the Bible says that anything which is outside of the glory of God. God will reveal it unto you so, so you can it can be brought back into the glory of God. So man obeying God, for instance, 
and submitted in authority to God the right way, there's, there's glory on that. Amen. But if you get out of order or you put a person in a place where the oil does not flow down from, from the head, there's no glory on that. You, you understand that's not the operating model, which, which is of the Lord. Amen. You're trying to have your own way. The Bible says, where do wars come from? Amen. The fights in our members. Amen. That, that it, is, it is lust that are, is at war in our members. Amen. Trying to have something. Eve trying to have something that God did not say. Amen. And then fighting to maintain that. That's where strife and all that stuff comes from. There's peace and an orderly flow with, with the Lord. Amen. John, St. John. Amen. St. <clears throat> John, chapter 3, verses 19 through 21. This is Jesus speaking to Nicodemus. And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. So the reason that a person would prefer darkness over the light is because their, their deeds, what they're doing is evil or not right according to the righteous standard of the Lord. For everyone who practice, practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But those, but he who does the truth, the word is the word of truth, that's light, comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. So th their deeds will be manifest that they are of the Lord because they are of the light, they are of the truth, they are aligned with, with the Lord. Amen. And then Matthew, Matthew. Chapter 11, verse 16 through 19. Jesus says, Matthew chapter 11, verse 16 through 19. But to what shall I liken this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their companions. Anytime you see children like this in the word, it is those who need to be taught. Amen. Children are those that need to be taught. And saying, we played a flute for you and you did not dance. And we mourned to you and you did not lament. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he is a demon. And the Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, look, a glutton, a wine-bibber, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is justified by her children. So they are seeing something different in Jesus. They are seeing something different because they are seeing according to the darkness that they are walking in. Amen. And so Jesus says this generation, amen, they are saying we piped for you and you did not dance. In other words, you, you did not move to the music that we were playing. You, you did not move in accordance to the music. Music many times represent the, the spirit to get something to move. Amen. It is, it is like charming a snake. It's like seducing people. Amen. So you did not operate. You did not move according to the music that we were playing. And when we said, 
that something was dead. You did not lament. You did not mourn. Amen. So Jesus came completely opposite to the, the image or that standard which was in the world, which was darkness. He came to, to overtake. He came to destroy that, that wicked, wicked standard that was in the world. Amen. So there are things in this earth which seek to be accepted as wisdom, but they are actually darkness. They're saying move with us according to the status quo or established norms. But only God can establish a thing according to his pattern, his standard in the word of God. Remember, Jesus is the word. When you talk about God's pattern, he says to Moses, see to it that you make all things according to the pattern that I showed you on the mountain. That, that is another spiritual principle. Ministers, see to it. <laughs> that you make all things according to the pattern that I showed you on the mountain of God. So the pattern is given unto you on Mount Zion, on the mountain of God. Amen. The, the mountain of God is called Horeb, but when it deals with the law, it's called Sinai on this earth. But Horeb is the mountain of God, which is a type of Mount Zion. And so ministers are to receive the pattern. How are you going to teach people how to build without a pattern? Amen. Without a blueprint. And how are you going to receive a blueprint except it be given unto you by the Lord? Because if it is not given to you by the Lord, it will be given unto you by Satan. Amen. That pattern that you'll be operating by. Now, the devil will not come to you in a, in, a, in a red suit and horns and a pitchfork, amen, saying, I am the devil. Here's the pattern I want you to give your people in the church, amen. He will be subtle. You give him an inch, he'll take a mile. The leaven, amen, a little leaven will leaven the lump. It's a process, amen, of leavening the whole lump. And so God's ministers are called to be pure and to be an example unto the congregation that they may be pure. Amen. Having no leaven. Amen. The last scripture, my, my time is, is spent, but in Isaiah 54, 14. Isaiah 54, 14. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression. You shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near you. Amen. So you are established in righteousness. In other words, God will establish a thing in righteousness. What is righteousness? His righteous pattern. Amen. Let us make man in our own image. That pattern of God. Let us make man in our own image. And from there, they can have dominion and authority. From there, they can plant and they can build and they can be fruitful, and they can have power over the devil. Amen, if they're operating by that pattern. And then Proverbs 12, 3. Proverbs 12, 3. A man shall not be established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous shall not be moved. So man is established by righteousness, 
He's not established by wickedness. That which the devil says is wickedness. Amen. So I wish I had time. Maybe I have another session. I have time to show you that wickedness, if you partake of wickedness, then great is that wickedness. Amen. If you partake of the, the wisdom of Satan, the wisdom of the world, how great is that wickedness? If the light that is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? So those who operate by the ideology of the world, you don't even know how great that darkness is. And you don't know how great that wickedness is. Not only that, you're taking up space. You're taking up a place that is supposed to be filled by the Lord, that is supposed to be filled by his glory. So as an apostle, we will ruffle a few feathers. Amen. More than a few. As we advanced the light, the Lord has already shown us what things we must suffer for his namesake. Now you know why we, we suffer. Now you know why we are different. Now you know why the popular crowd will diss us. Amen. Because they love the darkness because their deeds that are wicked. Amen. But Father God, we, we thank you for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Amen. As we plow and even as we travail. Amen. Her children, ha ha ha, submitted woman's children shall be brought forth through travail. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. That woman of God and church of God, hallelujah. So woman of God, we say woman, church of God, man, woman, hallelujah. Your children shall be brought forth in sorrow, hallelujah. Brought forth into a wicked world, the Bible says that the devil, that dragon was there waiting for the child to come forth, that he may devour the child, Holy Ghost, because the child represents the next generation, Holy Ghost. And if the child is, was Jesus, it represents all of us. The generation of righteousness. Hallelujah. Oh, daughter of Zion. Hallelujah. The Lord calls to you, daughter of Zion. Hallelujah. Will not call ya, 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 you travail for me. Hallelujah. To bring forth godly seed. They which do not operate. By the wisdom of the world, then the Lord says, most the wisdom of colleges and universities, amen. I'm talking about the ideology, amen. I'm talking about the ideology that they try to put the students in to operate out of, amen. Daughter of Zion, will you travail? In other words, Will you pray? Will you stand against the darkness to produce children of light? Hallelujah. The image of God. Hallelujah. Made in his image. Hallelujah. Inquire of me, saith the Lord. Inquire of me. 
Because I heard somebody says that I've been doing and I've been doing. The Lord says, but you have not inquired of me. So the words that you have received that you are operating out of, they did not come from me, said the Lord. Hallelujah. And yet you called upon me, Kisha, when things, Korobo went awry, amen, or, or, or fell apart, hallelujah, because of the effects of darkness, Kopo by the authority of the Lord, by the authority of the Lord, I speak that, which will separate you from the darkness to give you a word of light, though it may be strange to you because the only language that you ever heard was the language of darkness. Hallelujah. You may, must make a place in your heart for the light. Hallelujah. Though it is different, you must bypass robo shatabo, those high thoughts, zerobo shandabo, and cast them down, count them robo as rubbish as compared, hallelujah, to the preciousness of the word of God, the value, amen, of the word of God, hallelujah, which is treasure, amen. So, so the new, the words of God, the things of God are new, even though that which is of the world you, you were acquainted with. Hallelujah. So the Lord produces new life, new life, new wine. Hallelujah. New word. Hallelujah. All new, everything new. Hallelujah. Sikor, new room. Hallelujah. New clothing. Sibrobo shata barrema sabrobo merosa farabashata. The Lord said, Garamo shata, Kobo rabo shata, even Shandabo rabo shatabo, get the, the, the turban, amen, that the high priest, Shandabo rabo shataba, the high priest, Yandabo rabo shataba, Misa Roma shanta, was to wear a turban. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shandabo rama. Hallelujah. Shimbo Ramos Inca, ay, 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 this is a burden, hallelujah, and this is a wrestling match, I feel that, Lord, this is a burden, hallelujah, this is a wrestling match, <laughs> man, arguing with the Lord about what the Lord meant, Holy Ghost, to fulfill a lust, Holy Ghost, <laughs> I know I got to finish, but let me finish out this prophecy. The, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Hallelujah. To set the captives free. Hallelujah. I did not bring you candy. Oh, <laughs> it goes. But I brought you meat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And meat for the mature. Hallelujah. Shall be your balanced diet for the mature. <laughs> Man. Mora for masai. Masai aya ofan asai awo ramakashata. And so I am anointed. My wife is anointed. This is a wrestling match. Amen. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We, we are. <laughs> Hallelujah. You should have seen me in my day. I was, I was a big man. The Lord says, I called you to wrestle. <laughs> Holy Ghost. It's a wrestling match. Shinda borabo shanda. Visa Rebosh Korbash Iko Remos Ish Romashata and Shinda to travail. Hallelujah. 
I've called you to travail, to bring forth children of righteousness. Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shibo Ramasambara. So you're against the world, the things that are of the world. Hallelujah. You're willing to wrestle and you're willing to travail. Hallelujah. And so the Spirit of the Lord, the anointing of the Lord is flowing even from this message. Holy Ghost. To teach you to wrestle, to get the victory, and to travail and prevail. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.